0: Evening, good evening, God, from Toby, who has no dreams, and I, who have way too many. And you, A2, you have a dream, or should I say, had a dream. I mean, is the filling of the void, is the endless planets and space phenomenon, and all the blooming of life in all its form, is this your dream, now realized, and now, well, that is it. No more dreams. Do you have other dreams maybe that you have moved on to? Or like a garden, the dream that you have has to be tended, always has to be tended. Recently, someone said the phrase to me, eating someone else's dream. The words have stuck with me and that's prompted this chat with you this evening. Well, it's a chat that I first had of course as I often do with my friend Tony as I sit on him. Some, you know, spend their time in the toilet reading. I spend it with my friend. Good times, good times. Anyway, it got me wondering if we, your creatures, are eating your dream like a ravenous termite. No sense of the destruction being caused, just munching and chewing away. The couch potatoes of this world who cannot wait to rise up in the morning simply to just sit down in front of the TV and watch, not because of a health issue, but for no other reason other than doing less, doing way less, is enough. They don't think about you and whether that is enough for you, God, who gave them a golden ticket to the VIP level of consciousness. They sit and munch and chew on the air the food, and incoming microbes, and call it a day, it was a day, (laughs) but was it a good day? Sounds very biblical, what I just said, but was it? I mean, is your idea of the dream you want to see, these couch potatoes? I mean, the same questions could be asked of parents. We have dreams, not for ourselves, but for our children. We, like you, reach into the void to fill it with the birth of a child. It is impossible to see this newborn and not think about the future because, well, it has no past. What awaits is the engine that propels the parent. Aware, unaware, a parent starts to spin a dream for this child. And then, as the years pass, you look forward to seeing your secret dream for your child unfold. And then it happens. And then it happens. Just like the phrase that says, tell God your plans. Yes, because you know where that's gonna go. Well, and then it happens because unfolding in ways completely divergent from what you had hoped. The dream unfolds differently for the child before you. An immigrant parent who risks their lives to bring their child to a country where they could live safely. And you, my child, can become something Live a life of less pain than mine, and then out come the words from the child's mouth. I didn't ask to be brought to this new land. Defiance, rejection of the dream. They watch like a, you. They watch like a patron at a play. You, the parents. They looking at your child carelessly eating your dream. This is this urge to become a parent is in some way. You know, an attempt to understand you better, God, by becoming a parent, you too bring life and the dreams arriving with it. As a boy, my father was very, very clear about his dream for me, you will be a doctor. In the end, I realized it wasn't about being a doctor, but having a more secure financial life that would invite greater happiness. I never forgot, I will never forget, what my parents did for me. And they had dreams of their own, which I knew they did. They bury them and use their dreams as fertilizer to grow and hopefully fulfill our dreams. That being my sister and myself. Is that you, God? You have no personal dream? Your, your dream is our dreams, and when we waste our dreams, we are wasting yours at the same time? I see. So many hardworking children, teens, adults, grandparents, focus on reaching something that lives and started on the inside, but one day, hopefully, will live on the outside. They never lose sight. These are the foot soldiers of dreams. To look beyond the struggle, the overwhelming hardships, to the belief that dreams are not to be mocked, but gripped tightly and fought for one sure step at a time. Look at the Afghan girls, God, who risk their lives to get an education. Yes, risk their lives, who sit in classrooms wondering if an assassin of ignorance will slash into the room and release a hail of bullets. George Carlin once theorized that life actually should start backwards. You start with death, then old age, and end up being a baby. I mean... I don't know I if he said start with death, but I think if you do start with the knowledge of death, that perhaps your creatures would have a greater appreciation of a living dream. Perhaps never would the words come out of a budding adult's mouth, I didn't ask to come here. The other day, my mind was stretched by a friend in the education field about two former students of mine. These two students were disruptors in my class. They had no interest in learning, none. And my strategy was actually quite simple. I would not let them stop the majority from trying to get an education. More than that, I would not let these two students poison the nascent dreams living in silence in each of these students. To me, teaching is a dream booster. So I would banish these two from the room whenever I could. And if I were allowed to, I would sentence these two to hard labor. Don't want to learn? Pick up a shovel and dig. My friend reminded me of all the struggles as children, as these two children, had. Yes, they had a toxic home life. He nobody tried to make me see that there were, there were no dreams living in their homes. And actually, that made me pause. It made me realize that they were living, growing up, in a dreamless household. It would never occur to these two boys to know that they were vessels of your dream, Maybe the parents were void of dreams, but there was an invisible cheerleader rooting for these two boys. And that's you, God. It makes no difference whose dream it is, yours or ours. Dreams are fragile. There is a reason they live most freely in our sleep. Here, away from the world, here in quiet eyes closed and respiration lowered, dreams rise like tiny bean plants growing upward from the darkness. To the light of awareness. And when they become more visible, a dream is actually now even more fragile than ever, that it wasn't a sleeping state. In the world that you have created, dreams can be cruelly discarded or dismantled, piece by piece by piece over time. Are you sleeping, God? I mean, is being awoken too painful to see dreams misused and wasted, and so you'd rather be in a dream state? Perhaps, perhaps, Dreams are meant to be eaten, to be ground up, so that stronger dreams can prevail. Is the universe, your creatures, a dream worthy of not being eaten up? I want to believe it is. Every day, I'm amazed to see my cynicism attacked by the power of dreamers. No excuses, no thought of not getting back up when knocked down. I will not stop. My dream deserves no less. My hero, Muhammad Ali, who surrounds me in pictures and words once said, if your dreams don't scare you, then your dreams aren't big enough. Some of your two-legged are too scared of dreams, be they humble or as grand as yours. I pray you do not sleep scared of your dream, God. I am not, and countless others are not as well. Though dreams are born in darkness, and though the dream may be scared, it will not give in. It will not give in to fear. That is why you and I must feed each other's dream and tend it ever upward, from the depths to the light of day. We cannot stop the eaters of other dreams, just as no one can stop our journey for the dream to become a reality. We, your creatures, will tend your dream, and in so doing, tend our own. You know, God, dreams are like a a soup, in the sense that no one really ever has one dream. A lot of people have a number of dreams. And silly me, I, I've always felt that can I combine my dreams together? And I feel like having these chats with you is a dream come true, in the sense that it allows me to to use my mind and my my joy of words, but also to use my joy of of singing and writing songs. And so the combination, I must say, is wonderful. And so I would love my songs to be heard by the world. I would, what songwriter wouldn't? But I am happy for you, just you, to hear them. So here's another one. We all have dreams, so many dreams. They just pile up, what else can you do? Oh, you can't stop. I have tried, you know They just find a place to stay And will not let go One dream One dream's all I ask Ooh, One dream One dream that will last Ooh, A dream talks to you Tells what you must do No matter the dream within the dream yes you i <laughs> have tried, you know, it just finds a place to stay and won't let go. Well, God, it'd be that time of the evening, time to go to bed and let the dreams begin. I'll tell you, these dreams that I've been having, though, of late, I wouldn't want to fertilize them. They're a mishmash of so much, I don't know what. It's like paint being splattered against the walls of my mind. I can't make sense of it. Maybe dreams, to some degree, we shouldn't make sense of it. Obviously, there's a lot of work that's been done on dream therapy and dream analysis. And what do they say, God? That if you don't dream, if you don't dream, you'll go insane. That's something to think about that dreams are such an integral part of your creatures that if we don't dream, then we go insane. Maybe by not dreaming, we literally cut our connection to you, which I think would drive us insane. Well, I will not cut my dreams tonight, nor will I cut my connection to you as I get in bed. Night God. Rest. One, three.